Hello and welcome to the DJ Force 10 in Conversation podcast, episode 106. Thank you for downloading this episode or streaming it, however you're listening. My special guest this episode is Ryan from iMonolith. Um, Ryan was previously in the Devlin Townsend project, uh, amongst some other um, outfits and stuff as well, uh, along with a few of his band members. They've been in various bands, uh, including Threat Signal and things like that. But they have just launched their new album, State of Being. It is out now on all your streaming platforms physical copies will be available once this uh thing passes that we're in right now um but i'm going to hit you with a couple of podcasts this week just to keep you entertained uh i've got this one i've got um sydney fate i've got master boot record um and devil skin are the other ones i've got as well so uh this week you're going to get a good few uh podcasts coming your way so keep an ear out for those uh they will also air on total rock uh that will be staggered um i've also uh interviewed um steve hackett as well uh which will be for a future podcast as well as um uh, randy from lamb of god as well which is absolutely fantastic but um we're going to sort of stagger those ones out uh, i'm going to give you some uh you know feed you in drips i think is the word <laughs> but um yes i hope you enjoy this one um just want to give a shout out to everyone who's downloaded the previous episodes don jameson's episode was so much fun to do um it's absolute pleasure to speak to him um and uh, I never thought I would, really. Um, and uh, yeah, it was it was fantastic. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. The feedback has been uh, on the good side, which is great. And uh, yeah, I'm going to keep this uh, shorter than usual because I'm going to take you straight into the interview. So yeah, this is Ryan from the band I Monolith. Enjoy. <laughs> Um, Ryan from I'm on Lift. Uh, welcome to the show. Um, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Glad to be on the show. Excellent. And you're, um, uh, well, let's, let's go from the start, shall we? So, uh, formerly you're in, uh, the Devlin Townsend project. Um, that, yep. and, uh, you've performed on many of the albums and live shows across the world. And, yeah. It's, um, uh, a, lot of, a lot of albums, but, uh, <laughs> over 15 years <laughs> oh wow wow i didn't i didn't quite i didn't see the dates on it but i saw you did quite a few so that's that's quite well how was that or how is it 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 was amazing you know uh playing with Devin, very grateful we're still friends he's a, a great guy uh you know the experience was awesome you know i just i can't say anything bad about it and uh accomplished a lot of my dreams through that band and now i'm just going to continue with them with the monolith or, or that's the plan at least <laughs> yeah I was, we we're just going to bring on to that so you've you've started your um a, a new band um from uh, from scratch um could you tell us about the the formation of i monolith and how you guys got together yeah how that worked was brian waddell who played bass for devon townsend project and i we started writing material together back in 2015 um, we always knew that Devin likes to change things up and, uh, you know, Devin Townsend project was the longest serving project or band that, you know, he had. And, uh, we knew down the road, it wasn't going to last forever. So we decided to start writing music, which eventually turned into a monolith come 2018, Devin did, uh, you know, what we assumed would happen eventually. And that's uh, break <laughs> up the Devin Townsend project. So 
Brian and I said right away, hey, this is our opportunity for all those songs we were writing to uh, to form a new band. So, you know, we didn't waste any time. As soon as DTP broke up, we formed a monolith. And, uh, you know, we got uh, Kai Hoopinen on guitar, Scott Whalen on bass, and then we got uh, John Howard from Threat Signal. Uh, he's our singer. And uh, it's an awesome band. Uh, everyone gets along. We just there's that there's that awesome chemistry that we have, right? So yeah. it just worked out perfectly, and uh, we decided to go full bore ahead with it. And uh, now we got our album being released on March 27th, and uh, we were gonna tour the UK, <laughs> but unfortunately, due to COVID 19, like every other band on the planet, everything's been canceled. So we're looking to rebook that in the fall. It's it's being rescheduled right now, and. Okay, uh, cool. we- out there yeah excellent well that's good to hear it's being rescheduled because there's a lot of bands that haven't got that far yet and um yeah it's, it's a weird time at the moment i don't want to dwell on it because it seems to be everywhere but how are you guys dealing with it over in canada it's um well it's interesting like canada hasn't been hit nearly as hard as some other countries i think mm. right now we're sitting at about three thousand cases okay across three and uh so we're taking it very seriously but you know the impact is huge on everyone, not just us, but just everyone. Yeah. It's like we obviously don't rehearse as a band because, you know, everyone's practicing uh, social distancing and, and home isolation, you know, self-isolation. So uh, it, it definitely affects us, especially when you're trying to release a record. Yes. You know, our, our record drops tomorrow and, you know, we can't get together as a band and do like a live feed. We can't get together as a band and uh you know do a live concert because our singer lives in toronto and we live in vancouver ah. you know so that's a five-hour flight and yeah. good luck to fly anywhere you know it's, <laughs> it's it's interesting times but the way that i look at that is there's always a positive and a negative there's opportunity in times like this yeah. you just got to get creative and you got to look for it so that's what we're doing okay well excellent i mean i'm glad it's not hitting so bad in canada right here in the uk we've just a couple of days ago they put us on lockdown so we can only go out as a singular a single person um for either exercise once a day or going to get essentials from the store so i know i heard that and i have a lot of friends over in england mm. obviously with my devon towns project days i got to know a lot of good people over there and I feel for you guys, but you know what? Um, I'm following all this stuff worldwide because I got friends all over the world. But I think it's the right thing that you guys are doing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Definitely wishing everyone in the UK, um, you know, safety and health for sure. Thank you, thank you, and I uh, hope it doesn't hit over there so bad. I hope you guys uh, have well minimal impact, I guess, uh, on that front. But we don't know because it's a, I don't know, it's a virus, so it can. We don't know what it does, so. <laughs> No, but I, I appreciate that. You know, it's like uh, we're in this together as a planet, right? Yes. So um, I don't wish harm towards anyone. I never have. And all, all I've ever wanted is, uh, you know, for everyone to be happy and live a good life, right? So let's hope this passes soon. Everyone seems to be taking the right right uh, measures to, to make this a right yeah. and correct. Yeah. And the fact you guys got an album coming out uh, imminently, we've, uh, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a good time that people are still uh well i say having something new out there for people to listen to is very important um i've said it to a few sort of bands that i've spoken to but art is a is a constant that is needed during 
these sort of times because it's the kind of thing that gets people through um whatever is that however this affects them um and and the fact that you guys are actually releasing an album does help and and it's it like the tracks that i've heard so far the uh three tracks you've released um like pre-release um yeah are fantastic um we'll get onto that in a moment <laughs> but yeah no yeah. i just wanted to sort of like put out the importance of the fact you are putting out an art form and uh and 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 it's and it's it's i'm, I'm grateful for that i am and i know a lot of my friends are as well because they 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 music is their life and they they listen to music to get them through certain things and and this is the kind of thing that will help no i i appreciate that way of looking at it and it's very true mm-hmm. um music is a constant there's never a dip uh per se of of how music affects people or how it can help them through some tough times right and mm-hmm. this is exactly that and even with the the album title state of being ironically enough you know it's like here we are in a very challenging time and our album's coming out at this time. Yeah. And, and that the message in the record is based on, um, we're, we're dealing with the state of being right now. So the, the cool thing is I think people can look at this record when they hear it and it can actually help through times like this as well, because there's a positive underlying message throughout that record. So yeah, you know, we're we're hoping a lot of people really enjoy it and and that it can help them uh, through this time as well. Cool, excellent. Thank you for that. Um, so let's get on to the album itself. State of being, I've uh, already mentioned it. Um, you've released a couple of tracks already, um, as in like pre-release for streaming and things. You got Instinct, um, Dig, and Becoming the Enemy, which features um, is it Johan's Ekstrom? Uh, That's right. Is that the same Johan from Avatar? That's correct. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. How did that come about? Well, you know what? Uh, through Devin Townsend Project, of course, I got to meet so many different bands over the years and become very good friends with different people. Johannes was one of them. And uh, I just always loved his voice. Uh, he's a great person. And more importantly, his voice sounded really good with John's. And that's what we were looking for. We weren't just looking for anyone. We, we listened to different people mm. that we had connections with and we're like, man, that voice would sound awesome with John's voice. And it does. It matches perfectly, right? Yeah. And uh, so I just call him up and I'm like, hey, brother, you know, we'd, <laughs> we'd love to have you guest appear on the record. Would you be into it? And he was all over. He's like, oh, of course, yes, let's do this. You know, I sent him the song, loved the song, gave him the parts, and he just knocked it out of the park. You know, we give it to our producer. He fitted them in in the places that we needed the, the guest appearance. And yeah. It just sounds awesome. We're very, very happy. With yeah, it. no, I love that track. That and I think Instinct was one of my other favorites as well. Um, I just yeah, uh, it, been having that on repeat. So Instinct's, uh, yeah, that's that's been an ass kicker for sure. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just straight up. It's got that really hooky chorus, but then it's really driving up tempo song the rest of the way, and a really cool lyrical message in it as well. You know, it's just finding yourself and and getting through tough times. Yeah. You know, and you know getting just cutting out all the fat and getting lean and getting back to who you really are excellent excellent so i was just going to comment on on avatar they were one of the bands i saw um for the first time i had no sort of prior uh, i wouldn't say prior knowledge i had sort of heard of them um and i saw them live uh supporting hailstorm in england and um they totally blew me away to be perfectly honest with you so finding him on your record i was really excited like when i saw the promo come through i was like oh wow and i listened to it straight away 
But um, yeah, no, so his voice is amazing. Yeah, you, you want to know the funny thing is I started getting into Avatar in 2017 mm. on the tour cycle we did with Devin Townsend. Yeah. And uh, we were at Golden Gods, actually. And they were performing at that Golden Gods awards show in London. Uh, and Devin Townsend Project was just there to, to hang out and, and check it out. And Avatar came on stage and I was just like, who the hell are these guys? These guys are awesome, right? Yeah. And they, they just killed it. They're the best band on that stage, that that award show, in my opinion. Yeah. Loved it. Right? So, And then, you know, we were, we were playing, because it was festival season, we were playing um, some other festivals and stuff, and their dressing room happened to be beside ours a couple times. And so it's just funny how all those things work. But that was the first thing, too. Just like you, you saw them live and you were blown away. Yeah. I saw them live. I was blown away. Yeah. And you know, as a side note with a monolith, our record's one thing. But I think where we're going to really win over a lot of people is when they see us live. That's that's our main goal. That's why we're just itching to get out there. Yes. Yeah. Now it's, it's sort of now you've been forced not to do it. And it's kind of like, ah. So- <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um, so what else can we expect from the album? Um, obviously, there's a whole bunch of other tracks that come with the three that are out there at the moment. Obviously, I could wait till tomorrow and find out. But <laughs> um, what, is there any other... Um, I don't know if there's any other guests on there or anything, or if there's anything, uh, you know, you wanted to give away about it? Yeah, no. Well, you know what? The album is pretty much out. You know what? It's pretty, I think it's already out in Australia, actually. So oh, Okay. Um, you know, the other guest appearance that we did have, which was another big guest appearance, is we have Jens Kinman from Meshuggah. Oh, yes. He's, he's a guest on the album as well. And again, just an incredible voice. He's a really good friend of uh, mine and Beeves and, and just a great guy. But, you know, that, that voice is pretty iconic. You know, Meshuggah's, yeah. they, they started that whole scene, you know, with uh, their genre of music. But um, to, we have him on a guest appearing on the song The Rain. And uh, again, Jens just brought brought it brought it to a whole new level, right? And uh, just hearing that voice on one of your songs, it, it's pretty cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's it's weird because, like I said, we're we're good friends, but you still can't get over the fact once you hear him in in that state, just him being Jens the singer. You're just like, man, that's pretty cool. You know so. <laughs> And it's the heaviest track on the record, which uh, made sense to get, you know, Jens on that. And uh, he knocked it out of the park. So that's pretty cool, too. That's the other guest appearance. As far as the album and the, and the rest of the songs, this is what you can expect, okay? Here's here's the thing. I, I want to make a bold point here about this record. Go for it. We did not come out with this record to reinvent the wheel of metal. We're not trying to start a new scene. N- none of that. Our goal was to try and write the best songs possible to create an album that was a journey to listen to, that has highs, it has lows, tempos are all over the map, there's dynamics, there's clean vocals, there's heavy vocals, there's heavy songs, there's lighter songs, slower songs, and then there's everything in between. Mm. You know, it's like we we didn't want to reinvent the Wheel of Metal. We just wanted to write a really cool record that would be a journey to listen to. Another thing is uh, from all the past bands that we came from, um, that that isn't us first and foremost. Mm. You know, it's like 
and another thing too for for the people who are like, oh, they come from Devon Towns, and we're going to expect some craziness and all this, you know. <laughs> that, that's and we get that a lot, you know. But hey, listen, no one is going to do Devon Townsend better than Devon Townsend. Yeah, you know, yeah. we just want to be our own thing, and we aren't Prague. You know what I mean? Yeah. We aren't going crazy, you know, and, and stuff like that. We do have our moments where we're heavy and crazy. We do have our moments where we're super catchy and stuff, but we just want it to be our own thing. So a state of being, it's a collection of what we thought were great songs. And it's a journey. Lyrically, it's a journey. Musically, it's a journey. There's highs and lows. And it's just a fun album to sit down and listen to. And that, that was our goal. And we really feel we accomplished it. So that's really what, our, you know, listeners out there can expect. And uh, it's it's exciting. I think it's a really fun lesson. I'm really excited for a ton of people to hear it. Cool. I'm I'm excited to hear it as well. I'm going to wait for tomorrow. Um, I subscribe to one of the music's um, streaming services, so I'll wait for it um, to come on there. And that way, you know, you get a couple of shekels as well to uh, <laughs> for me listening exactly. to it. So, um, appreciate. Anyway, you're releasing this album. Uh, is it on your own label? Yeah, it's it is. It's through. A label we created called a monolith music and uh i'll go into that a little bit as to why we did that yeah. i'm sure that you're curious about that correct? i am indeed yes yeah okay so we did talk to labels um we did have interested labels uh but the thing is with the state of the music industry and how things are being run and you know is it is it really going to be financially viable for us to sign to a label being a brand new band, they're not going to give you a ton of money right off the bat. And even even with the bigger bands, they can still struggle through labels depending on the deal they sign. Yeah. So we got into a situation where we created, uh, we have some business partners and we created our own label. It's a lot more work and we knew that. But if this does well and it, and it goes well financially, it's it's gonna we're gonna be in a way better position than any label could ever offer us. So because we had people we could start a business with in, in a monolith music, the record label, we decided to go that route, create our own label. The biggest thing too is we're in control yeah. of our music. That is huge. You know, it's like we're in complete control of it. Right down to what songs make the record, right down to how we're gonna release it, what streaming platforms. How are we going to do vinyl? Are we not going to do vinyl? Every decision is up to us. You know, you take a hundred percent accountability for it, but having that control and, uh, you know, control your destiny basically is it's priceless. You know what I mean? So the fact that we were in a position to do that, we felt we'd be crazy not to go that route. You know what I mean? So, um, that's, that's why we decided to do it that way. So far, it's been amazing. We have an incredible team of PR people, management, uh, radio people, like you name it, uh, booking agents. Every way that any other band signed to a label is being run, we're being run the exact same way. It's just, uh, you know, we're having to do a lot more work than than bands who are signed to labels where, you know, labels do the work for them in in certain areas, right? But it's also... uh, helped uh broaden my experience too you know it's like I, I do a lot of the stuff for the band i'm kind of the band director i guess you could say so i've learned a lot of new things about the industry and to have that know-how is uh, a really cool thing 
to add to your repertoire as well. So that's the reason why we went, uh, you know, the route of doing it independent through our own label. And so far it's been an amazing experience. And at this point, fingers crossed, we see how the album does and get, get out there touring and, uh, see where we can take this yeah no it's definitely a good position to be and i was in the same position many many moons ago i was in a, a metal band here in the uk and um it, we went we went the sort of diy route um yeah where we sort of formed our own label released our own records um i ended up being sort of the same person as you are in the band the band director or manager at the same time which was you yeah. know it's difficult to juggle because you are part of the band and also you know you're trying to I guess, market the band to certain areas of the world. Um, yeah. Because I ended up doing some of the PR as well. Not just the interviews, wow. but actually seeking the interviews, seeking the magazine coverage and things like that. And it is a unique position to be in. Like, not many, like, you know, I got a lot out of it and it's helped me in other aspects of my life since um, because it helps you, it just gives you that, that a bit more sort of drive and impetus and you kind of know how to talk to some people and things like that. Exactly. Um, there's it's it's endless the amount that you can learn from it and well now that i know that you did the same thing it's like uh i think you know exactly where i'm coming from like mm. and I, I may be teaching my students worldwide from skype lessons stuff which fortunately i can still do the covid19 doesn't really affect that in a yeah. sense but at the same time what i'm doing for a monolith as a, a band director management whatever you want to call it uh it's easily you know, anywhere between four to eight hours a day, yeah. easily. Yeah. It's another full-time job. But you know what? This is what I wanted to do. I'm doing it. I'm extremely grateful that I'm in a position to do this. So, you know, onwards, man. You yeah. know, just to make the best of every situation. And I'll tell you this, COVID-19 isn't going to slow us down. It may delay some tours and do <laughs> some other stuff, but we'll find a way around it. And we're getting this out and uh yeah tomorrow's a big day for us excellent excellent well um i was going to speak about canada next i mean i've 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 spoken to a few bands out of that area of the world um when it comes to sort of like the metal bands obviously devon townsend's out of that way but um i was sort of like what was it like growing up in in canada with the sort of like rock and metal scene because um coming out of there there was there was quite a few bands like cancer bats um and uh, i know another band called double experience who have done a few tours over here and stuff like that how is it for you generally like you know when when it comes to that rock side of things it was interesting like when i grew up and i started drumming um i was actually a huge rush fan neil peart was my biggest uh influence mm -hmm. rest in peace neil yes and uh you know he was a huge influence so i i had that prog element but then i found a band called pantera you know what I mean? And, yes. and I love them. But as far as like metal bands in Canada and and the rock and metal scene, I wasn't really too um, connected with it, to be honest. All, all my favorite stuff was from other countries, Okay, you know? And um, it's funny, like even with Strapping Young Lad, big metal band out of Canada, you know what I mean? And they're yeah. from Vancouver where, where I was growing up in the music scene and stuff. Being honest, I I didn't like Strapping Young Lad. I, I remember listening to City, and I was like, this is garbage. You can't even make out what they're playing because I was like, what's going on? Because the production's kind of shoddy on that record, you mm. know. And it, but once I saw the band live and I understood it, totally changed my mind. And then, you know, when I listen to City now, I'm like, this is a brilliant record. You know what I mean? But yeah. So I was I was kind of disconnected with the the metal 
hard rock scene in Canada. I always followed uh, m- more bands from uh, other countries other than Canada, right? But we didn't have a lot, to be honest, we didn't have a lot to offer. You know, I'd say the biggest metal bands coming out there, obviously Devin, mm-hmm. and then, you know, Strapping and Lad, and then there was Annihilator, yes. which uh, also did a lot of stuff out of Canada. But, you know, that that's kind of where I was, you know, and uh, different musical uh, tastes from, from different countries all over the world. Cool, cool. So I've got a couple of questions left for you now. Um, they're more about yourself than uh, than the band. Is, than the band. Um, but yeah, I was just going to ask you what, this is a question I ask everyone, but uh, it's, it's quite a loaded question. But um, what are your three top albums that are kind of um, like made you the musician that you are or person that you are today? Definitely uh, Rush, Moving Pictures. Excellent. It's a good album. Love that. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Neil, again, one of my biggest influences ever. Um, definitely, I would say, oh, it's a tie between the two, so I'm kind of cheating here. <laughs> but uh, definitely be Pantera, Vulgar Display of Power, or Far Beyond Driven. Those are my two favorite records by them. Um, but they are a huge influence on me. I love Pantera. Yep. Um, and if I were to choose a third one, and this may be a bit of a, a shocker, but they are uh, probably my biggest uh, influence as far as songwriting going goes. It'd probably be uh, the Beatles nice. and Abbey and Abbey Road, just because the songwriting by the Beatles is by far my biggest influence. They're my favorite band. Nice. Period. Excellent. So I, I'd say those three albums, and you can see the diversity in it too, right? It's like I listen to everything. I was, I was listening to Bob Marley the other day because I, I love Bob Marley, you yeah. know. But those three albums, definitely moving pictures, either Vulgar Display of Power or uh, Far Beyond Driven, and then Abbey Road by the Beatles, they definitely were huge influences on my life and my music they're all fantastic albums i mean rush for me they're like one of my sort of all-time favorite bands um even my dj name was devised from one of their songs so that's right it was like (laughs) i was like i like it was just one of those things like i i not many people pick up on it because i use them the sort of because my dj name is dj force 10 and um and they've got a song called force 10 um yeah but um i sort of i use uh the roman numeral at the end rather than the number so that's right it's not always like generally known but i mean some people closer to me know about it but you know it's sort of like they are one of my all-time favorites and and i mean pantera pantera right you know yeah pantera there's not much more you can say on that front there uh i've I, I was fortunate to see them live and um yeah, and I, I I really like their albums as well, and it's 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 one of those bands that you know you'll never kind of see again, unfortunately. But you know they've got a fine, they got a, they got a good place in my heart for them. And the Beatles, being British, in most people here like the Beatles, you know. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't, it's Led Zeppelin. But you know, I like both, yeah. so it's all good on that front. No, those are fantastic albums, excellent. Um, and finally, um, what are your hobbies away from music? So when you're not drumming or teaching drumming, um, what else do you do? What do you do to get away from it all? You know, and I'm I'm a big fan of traveling. Uh, I, I love going to to beautiful places. I'm I'm a sun seeker, so it's like. Like to get out there, lay on the beach, and you know, do that. There's that side of me. I love um, health and fitness, 
So I'm a guy who hits the gym five days a week. I do it to feel good. Um, I do it for my drumming. So when I go on the road, I'm in top shape, yeah. you know, and I can perform and, and put on a great show for all the people who support us. So I'm a big fan of health and fitness. And like I said, I, I feel good. That's the, the big reason why. Yeah. And, uh, and I enjoy it. You know what I mean? It's, it's pretty cool. It's like I, I get a workout done. I feel great after it. Um, I love sports. Uh, I used to play tennis quite a bit. Okay. Uh, so I love playing tennis. I love, uh, obviously from Canada, love hockey. It's my number <laughs> one. Sport. Love playing it. I love watching it. I was so bummed when they canceled the season because of COVID-19. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm going to be inside and I can watch all the hockey games. And I'm like, no, <laughs> you know. And so they canceled that. I'm also a fan of MMA. I, I've cool. followed it for many, many years. And a good friend of mine's a, a big teacher here in Vancouver for uh, jiu-jitsu and stuff. So, you know, I'm, I'm always watching the big UFC fights and stuff. And and it's more for the strategical part of it that I watch UFC. It's not to watch two guys beat the crap out of each other. <laughs> you know, it's like, I, I love the strategical part. I've learned a lot through that through my body, right? So, uh, you know, and uh, generally it's like... Another thing, I'll, I'll end it with this one. I own a Volkswagen GTI, ah. and and it's a 2016, you know, fully loaded. Yep. And I love nothing more. I did it yesterday because it's a beautiful day out. I love nothing more than jumping in that car, putting on some great tunes, and driving. Right. I don't care where I'm going. I just love driving, man. Excellent. I love hitting the road, and, you know, it's like one thing that I want to do very soon is just drive down to L.A., which we used to do for family vacations when I was a kid. We'd drive from uh, BC all the way down to LA yep. and spend a couple weeks there and drive back up. That's on my bucket list, which I haven't done. It's very achievable, and I can't wait to get that one uh, checked off the list. But driving's another one, you know. There's cool. lots of other stuff, but I'd say those are the main things. Excellent, excellent. I was going to say about the hockey season, I was quite gutted. I, I lived in um, Florida for five years, and um, I went to go see the Tampa Bay Lightning a few times. And, nice. Uh, that it was an oh, absolute experience. It was like because in in the UK we do have ice hockey, but it's not at that level. Um, yeah. It's in tiny arenas, and and you know the sport is good. You've got a lot of kind of ex pros and and Europeans playing. Yeah. But oh. going to the big show, if you will, <laughs> it was fantastic. It was like going to see a baseball game as well. It was just one of those things where, you know, um, it was just an experience, and the 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 standard of hockey is amazing. Yeah, it's it's incredible that at the NHL level, and you're right. It's like when you, whenever I go, I go to tons of hockey games, like to watch the Vancouver Canucks, who obviously are my team since yeah. I was a kid. But uh, when you're there, it's electric, man. It's yeah. it's almost like going to a concert. You know what I mean? In, yeah. in in a different way, obviously. But you're cheering your team. And I'll tell you this: Did did you ever get to see a playoff game with Tampa down there? No, I saw. I, I watched it on the telly on the on the TV. But um, yeah. no, I got it was just a general season game against um, uh, the Devils. Okay, yeah. Like when you okay, so what you experienced there, pretty cool electric. When you go to an actual playoff game, it's a whole different experience, man. It's like. It's crazy. It's one of the coolest things for me mm. to, to go to like a, a Canucks game in the playoffs. You know, it's like, it's amazing. It's such a cool <laughs> vibe and everyone's hyped and uh, it's, it's something you got to experience for sure to, to understand it. Yeah, no, I, I will again. I'll be back over there at some point. So um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I, it's one of those things I'm going to do. So awesome. Um, yeah, cool. Well, Ryan, thank you very much. Um, for spending this time with me and and having the chat um um good luck with the album out tomorrow 
Um, and uh, yeah, thank you again. Hey man, it was a, a pleasure, and thank you for having uh, me on. You know, Total Rock's awesome. Known about you guys for years because of all my stuff with Devon Townsend Project, yeah. and love the station, love what you guys do, and thank you very much for the interview. And you know, the last thing I'd love to say is just to, to all the people supporting us out there. Thank you so much, especially now during these tough times. Uh, you know, lots of people have even messaged us saying, "Hey, we're you know we're buying merch and and extra stuff from you guys to support you." You know, and to all those people and just everyone supporting us, thank you so much. The bottom line is. We can't do this without you guys. No band can do this without you guys. So uh, thank you very much, and uh, we really appreciate it. Awesome. And thanks for the interview. It was great great speaking with you, and uh, hopefully we'll do it again down the road. Excellent. Definitely, definitely. And when you come over here and play, um, I'll be there watching. So Look forward to meeting you, man. Cool. We'll uh, raise a pint together, brother. Excellent, excellent, man. Have a great rest of your day. And, um, yeah, like I say, good luck with the album, man. Thanks very much. Thank Take you. Care. Bye-bye.